0: Hello everybody, good evening. This is Jai Ophiel of Alberta Ministries. May the Lord bless you as you listen to our message and join us in prayers. And we also want to thank you for always being part of this ministry. We thank you for being, um, for listening and tuning in in our different platforms, both YouTube, podcast, Facebook. We appreciate you being part of this ministry. Before we go into this ministration, we will first of all pray. So let us pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity of here of speaking preaching the gospel and also for the people who are the listeners who are hearing the word and for your spirit that touches our hearts and makes the Word of God to bear fruit in our lives. Lord, we just want to thank you. I thank you for everyone under the influence of my voice today. And I pray that the Spirit of God will take this Word of God and make it flesh in our lives. Father, as the Word of God goes out from my mouth today, I thank you and I pray that the Spirit of God will bring the Word the way it is in your heart as you put it in my, wo- my heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the, there will be utterance. I pray that ears shall be opened to your word. I pray that lives shall be mended and life shall be made. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you because there is no God like you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. In the name of Jesus. For great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have need that thy hands have provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Lord, unto us, great is Thy faithfulness. O Lord, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with Thee, for Thou changest not; Thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been. That forever we'll be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new messages we see. All that I've needed thy hands are providing. Great is thy faithfulness. Lord unto me, great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hands have providing. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord unto me. Father, we thank you because great is thy faithfulness. For the fact that we are alive today, we are breathing. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit of God, we welcome you at this moment. We give you all the praise and all adoration because there is no God like you. Faithful one of Israel, we worship you, we honor you, we exalt your holy name. To you be all glory in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the word of God you have put in my mouth to speak. And the word, and the prayers we are praying, because your ears are not deaf that you can hear us. Thank you for answer to prayers, lives you have touched, those who are sick you have healed. Thank you for how you have helped us, O oh God, in the time of pandemic. Thank you for all the people, all the nations. Father, we give you all the praise in the name of Jesus. Thank you for how you have sustained each and every one of us. Father, we we thank you, we worship you, we want to show gratitude to you. Father, we honor you this moment in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for those who were sick that are now healed. We thank you for those who did not know where to turn to that you have shown the way. We thank you for those who are born again today, O Lord, who gave their lives to Christ and their new new babies in Christ. We thank you for everything in the name of Jesus, the body of Christ. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for the the nations of the world and people of the world. We thank you for every good thing, O God, you have given unto us. Most importantly, we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for salvation, O God of Abraham. Blessed be your name, O Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Hello, brethren. We're going to be looking into the word of God as the Lord has instructed us. The word of God that the Lord wants us to preach today is, great men are made by God. Great men are made by God. They don't just emerge. Great men are made by God. They don't just emerge. We're going to look at the word of God in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 to 10. The Bible said why Jesus was here on earth. I'm using NLT, New Living Translation. New Living Translation, okay? While Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his depth reverence for God. Even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. In this way, God qualified him as a perfect high priest and he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. And God designated him to be a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. This is talking about the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the Lord and our Savior. Why Jesus was here on earth? She was born, he was born in manger. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit but through his by the Holy Spirit and his mother was Mary for those of you who don't know about Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ stayed under the care of his parents his father was Joseph a righteous man he followed his dad to the to the to where he was doing carpentry he was submissive to his parents if he walked through the, the, ways, the, the, the way of life, he followed step by step until it was time for him, his ministry, to manifest. It took 30 good years for Jesus Christ to be prepared for three years' ministry. Most times, you know, we want to take and run. God does not walk that way. If the Son of God can walk through this life, through this world, for 30 years, learning for only three years of ministry. The Bible says here that he offered prayers with loud cry. He offered prayers with loud cry. From what we have read this night in Hebrews chapter 7. So it said, even Jesus Christ, the Son of God, through his obedience, You know, he learned obedience. Sorry, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. The Lord is telling me to tell you that great men are made by him, that they don't just emerge. That if his son can go through this, he that he because he went through this, he let him suffer, he let him go through many trials and temptations for him to learn obedience, for him to be taught of the Lord. For him to grace strength. If you read Hebrews chapter 12, it says that that if our earthly father can train us just for us to do what they want us to do, he said, How much more our heavenly father? He said, If I did not train you, you are not a legitimate child. He said, Let me train you as, as a father trains his child to prove to you that that is my love. When you are going through trials and temptations, God is preparing you. God is making you. God is quarrying you. God is training you. God is showing you that he loves you. The Bible said that Jesus learned obedience from what he suffered. Jesus groaned, the son of God groaned in prayers even before he went to Calvary. He said that he prayed and prayed that the sweat that was dropping from his blood, body was like a drop of blood. Even his son, Jesus Christ, went through this. Great men are made by God. They, are, they don't just emerge. That's what the Lord is telling me to preach today. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit to give me utterance so that I can explain this word as the Lord has put it in my heart. Great men are made by God, especially... For our young children who are coming up, these days is a day of microwave. You know, instant, instant, not like that. Great men are made by, I I will keep repeating it. Great men don't just emerge, they are made by God. When you give your life to Jesus Christ, there are step by step that you go through. You pass through God's training. God will let you go through many trials. God will let you go many temptations that he will pull you out of that. I'm going to give you information on so many people that God has dressed, including myself. Moses was born in was a child was born by his parents, a proper child. He was put in a basket. Can you imagine? And then laid in the in the water because they were trying to protect him. And the Pharaoh's daughter picked him up. So at some point, you know, the story is long. I'm not going to give all the stories, but you can read it from Exodus. You can read Exodus chapter 1 and 2, 3, and all that you read about the life of Moses. But eventually Moses had to leave his country, leave Egypt and run away. He was in the bush tending the sheep of Mr. Jethro, who eventually became his father-in-law. But that the Lord allowed him to go into the wilderness to hide him there so he can prepare him for the things he had for him. The Lord picked him out of palace where he was to eat meat, to eat all kinds of food and took him into the wilderness and gave him a, an assignment to tend sheep the Lord first of all put sheep in his hand. So he will train him on how to, how to take care of his own sheep. We are his sheep, which is the Israelites. So he first of all gave him animals as sheep. He began to tend the animals. He put a staff in his hand. That was the same staff he used to lead the children of Israel. And Moses stayed there. He thought that was the end of life, you know. I just have my father-in-law have children and all that since I can't go back to Egypt. But that wasn't the plan of God. The Lord preserved him from being killed by Pharaoh and put him in the palace so he can understand the, the, the traditions of the palace. God prepared him in the palace and took him into the wilderness So he can also understand the traditions of wilderness. Because he he was going to go back to the palace to meet Pharaoh. And he was going to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt into the wilderness. They will pass through the wilderness before they go to the promised land. The Lord knows that if Moses does not know anything about the wilderness, he won't be able to take the children of Israel through the wilderness. He has to go through the wilderness and be prepared before he can take people to go through that wilderness. You cannot teach people what you don't know. You cannot teach people what experience you don't have. You cannot just come and begin to quote scriptures on that without having to have to go through it. The Word of God says the Bible says the Word of God will try you. the word of God you read will first of all try you before you can use it on, before you can teach others. Moses went into the wilderness, he got there, he began to tend the sheep, the Lord first of all trained him on how to tend the animals, and then before he also showed, it, he taught him how to be, live in wilderness, he first of all taught him, taught him in the palace, so he can prepare him to be able, because now he knows the tradition of the palace. So that when he goes back to the palace, he will be able to speak the language of the palace. Because that was where he grew in the first place. Now he took him to the wilderness so he can also learn the language of wilderness. To be able to lead his children through the wilderness. I don't know the experience you are going through. Please don't waste your experience. Because great men are made by God. They don't just emerge. Jesus Christ, the son of God, went through it. If God allowed the Son Jesus to go through it, how much more to me and you? He has to prove you before He can use you. For these days, people just get born again, they are put into leadership and they are messing up in the church. I just want to let you know what the Lord is telling me to tell you. That great men are made by God. They are not made, they are not just mere man. They don't just imagine, they don't just show up. God put them in the wilderness. It does not matter how long they are there. He prepares them until he brings them out. Now, let's look at another person. His name is King David. David was brought, you know, David was a shepherd. He grew up with six, the other seven brothers, other brothers. He was the youngest of his brothers and God picked him. The other brothers were in their father's house enjoying themselves. But David was the one that was put in the wilderness. Come on. David was in the wilderness tending sheep like Moses. David fought with bear. David fought with lions. David knew how to deal with lions, bear and all that. That was why he was able to defeat Goliath. And not only that, the Lord also put him in the palace under the leadership of King Saul. He was there playing harps for him. When King Saul, the evil spirit gets on King Saul, David will play music for him. That was the music he was in the wilderness playing, where he was taking care of the sheep. Little, did, little Moses, I mean David, knew that he was going to be a king. And the Lord put him in the wilderness to tend the sheep. And it looks as if that was where his life would end. Even his family members forgot him. David was tending the sheep in the wilderness, and his family members did not even remember him. When Samuel showed up to anoint anoint King, you know, the family members did not, even his own dad did not remember him. It was Samuel, the Lord now put it in the heart of Samuel There is one that is still left, that was not, not even remembered, rejected, and forsaken. But God put him there to hide him from uh, from things and prepare him and teach him obedience from what he's going to suffer, not even what he has suffered already. He suffered in the hands of, of the bear and lion, but defeated all of them. And eventually, you know, um, Saul spotted him. You know, they they brought him to, to Saul, the king. Saul, the Lord put him in the palace so he can learn the life of palace. And then after that, after the anointing, and then after he defeated Goliath, Saul became jealous. And David started running around from cave to cave, from wilderness to wilderness. That was where David even learned more obedient, more how to pray more. David suffered a lot. You can think that when David was anointed, that David would have become a king immediately, like Saul. Saul messed up, and God don't want another king that we mess up. And David, in the order of 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 the of the lineage of Judah, and uh, David was running from cave to cave, from place to place, as Saul was pursuing him. That was his time of training. That was his time of trial. Even at the point that David was to to have opportunity to kill Saul, David did not do it. God was watching his him. God was watching his heart. God was trying him in so many ways to see if he can stay true with the sheep, which is his people, Israel. God cannot give you commit any things that are very important in your hands if he did.